this time. Right foot, let's stump. Left foot, let's stump. Cha-cha, real smooth. Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. Coming at you live from Lexington, Kentucky. You're listening to the Cha-Cha Slide by DJ Casper, and I come out to that song because that song is played in pretty much every wedding across the world. Everybody plays that song because they want to dance to the Cha-Cha Slide. And uh, my best friend, Jake Hall, who I was the best man in his wedding, known him since I was seven years old, got married, and he married his girlfriend of two years. And I want to say congratulations Thank you for allowing me to be a part of that. It was beautiful. I enjoyed it. You know, I've been in a lot of weddings. I swear, that movie, Catherine Heigl, that movie, 27 Dresses, where she's been the maid of honor 27 times, I'm going to make a movie and call it 27 Tuxedos because I've been in so many weddings. I counted it up the other day. If you want to add all of the weddings that I've been up, including the weddings where I was just an usher and even a ring bear when I was a kid, This past weekend made my 13th wedding that I have been involved in. And uh, I don't really enjoy weddings. Weddings that I have not been in, I've probably been to four in my lifetime. Four. Yeah, probably four. I just don't really... There's two things I really don't like. One's a wedding and one's a funeral. Uh, I don't go to funerals just to be going to them. You know, I, I do understand... You know, funerals help with the grieving process, but I just don't like the whole atmosphere of a funeral. The the I don't know how some people go to funerals and eat. They'll eat those funeral home sandwiches, you know, those sandwiches with the bread and the tuna in it. And people just eat those, and they call them funeral home sandwiches. But some people go to funerals just to socialize. It's a social event where you can see people in the community. But a wedding is kind of mirrors a funeral just in the happy sense. It's just two lives coming together. It's like a brand new life. As as like a funeral is death, a wedding is brand new life with somebody. Uh, so Jake and Chelsea, congrats. Uh, it, was, it was a beautiful wedding. They got married on Chelsea's family's farm. And it was, we wore, I, uh, we didn't wear traditional tuxedos. We wore uh, shirts, suspenders, uh, brown shoes, gray pants. It, it looked very farmish, which was the look they were going for, which was nice. My friend Jake is an artist, so he, I, I know that some of the ideas probably came from him, uh, if not most of them, because he is the artist, I'm sure, out of the two. I, I don't know if Chelsea has any artistic ability, but I know Jake, and he's been drawing since I've known him. I used to think his autograph would be famous when I was a kid because he was such a good artist. I thought he was going to be like the next Michelangelo. (laughs) He is a really talented drawer. And if it wasn't for Jake, I probably would have failed social studies because he helped me draw a map that was like 100 points of our grade. I had to draw it of our community. And Jake pretty much came over and, you know, I guided him as he helped me draw the uh, map for a school project. But Jake's been my friend since I was seven, and I wanted to give a speech at his wedding. They told me that I had to give a speech, so I I said, okay, I don't really prepare speeches. I'll just speak from the heart, and when I got there, it was an emotional day. You know, your best friend's getting married, and I wanted to say I was ready for my speech. It was going to come from the heart, but they never got to the part of the speeches. 
Uh, the wedding did start an hour late, though, so I guess people were tired, and uh, but they never really got to the speeches from the maid of honor and the best man. But so since we didn't get to give a, our speeches, I would like to give my best man speech to Jake right now here on Off the Cuff. And this is just from the heart. It's not written down. I know you can just take my word for it. But um, I was just going to stand up there and, and tell everybody that I have known Jake for uh, 23 years. And if you do the math, that's been since we were seven years old. And when you know somebody for 23 years, you really get to know somebody. And you're present during their dating life. And I got to see Jake date a lot of people. And it's important when we date people, we look for someone who is a potential partner in life. That's the whole point of dating. Yeah, you go out to have fun, but hey, Jake, you know, you and Chelsea were at that age to where you were looking for a significant other. And I think that of all the people that I've ever seen you with, and from the bottom of my heart I mean this, I have never seen you more happier than what you are with Chelsea. And Chel and you're one of the best people that I have ever met. But when you're with Chelsea, she makes you an even better person. So that's how I know you found the right person. And then, of course, I was going to raise my glass and say to Mr. and Mrs. Jake Hall, and that was going to be my toast. So, Jake, hopefully you listen to the show. I, I know that you've, you've tuned in a couple of times, but I might just have to tell you, hey, listen to the show, man, if you want to hear your best man toast. But that's it. Me and Jake's been through a lot, and I'm very happy for him, and I wish him and Chelsea all the happiness in the world. All right, uh, the NBA is over for the season. The Golden State Warriors are the 2018 NBA World Champs. Steph Curry has won three championships. So he's now tied with LeBron James. And people used to laugh when you used to even bring up the argument that Steph Curry and LeBron James could be the greatest of all time. Everybody's like, you're crazy. It's LeBron. Steph Curry can't be the greatest of all time. Well... If you think Steph Curry is better than LeBron James, you're, you are ignorant. LeBron James is just an overall better player, and there's no comparison. Uh, Steph Curry's on a good team. Steph Curry uh, is a good team player. Steph Curry is a good point guard. Steph Curry is the best shooter, I believe, of all time. But he's not the greatest. But three championships? Wow, that's something to hang your hat on. Kevin Durant was the MVP. Kevin Durant deserved the MVP. If it hadn't been for Durant, the game definitely wouldn't have been, you know, a sweep. Uh, there would have been some losses there. Kevin Durant, he owned the NBA playoffs for the finals. It was it was great. Uh, Kevin Durant, well deserved. I think that the second championship for him is going to give him the respect that he uh, has desired for a long time, and really that he deserves. Kevin Durant did what anybody else would do. He went to a good team. He went to a team that could win a championship. But Kevin Durant didn't just ride the bench. He actually contributed to the team. And particularly this year, he helped lead them to another title. And he got the MVP. That's something to hang on his uh, belt. He, there, I think we're, we could kind of just treat this as Durant's first championship. Okay, even though it's his second, I think we could say it's his first. We could treat it like it's like it's his first, because it, he wasn't a rookie on the team anymore. He was established with the team. 
He was a part of that team's flow all season, and he helped lead them in the finals to a championship. So this is something that I think, okay, Kevin Durant didn't just go get his one title. Uh, He's a fluke, decent, average player. No, Kevin Durant's one of the greatest. Some people argue that it's LeBron versus Durant. That's a, I could see that being a more, a better argument than Curry versus LeBron. But I still think LeBron trumps. I still think it's LeBron uh, trumping uh, Kevin Durant too. Honestly, I think the two greatest players of all time: uh, Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Uh, Michael Jordan number one, LeBron James number two, Magic Johnson number three. Those three, it's going to be hard to reach. It's they would be hard to reach. The person at a close, close four is Larry Bird. Oh, and that's tied with, uh, I believe, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. But that's my five. Everybody has their five. Gosh, I could probably do a whole show debating the top five NBA players of all time. I'm sure there's been thousands of podcasts done like it. So this has been a busy weekend for me, so I really haven't been able to... Uh, catch up on news, but uh, what the biggest news story that I heard is Kate Spade, uh, who was an iconic fashion designer. She killed herself last week. She apparently hung herself with a scarf in her New York apartment. I don't know what is going on out there. I know life is tough, and it, it depression is rampant, and I feel so sorry for the people who are sad, but I feel like today it's worse than ever. It goes to show you that money doesn't make you happy, and the more this world progresses, the more people are struggling with the problems that they have to face. Times are hard. In 2018, times are this is tough times. Minimum wage is still seven twenty five an hour, and I know financially that can cause people to struggle. It can bring a lot of stress. And it could get people depressed. This woman, Kate Spade, she didn't have financial struggles. She was probably catered to. She was famous. She got to experience that famous life, and she was still able to be discreet enough to live somewhat of a normal life in New York. Because it's not like she was an actress where she was seen on TV every day. Kate Spade was a fashion designer. So it show, I mean, money isn't everything. There was other things making her unhappy. She had a 13-year-old daughter. I don't think she had a husband in her life, but they said that when Robin Williams hung himself, Kate Spade was fascinated with that whole story. She followed everything about it, watched every new show about it, documentary, interview. And it's sad to think that she was plotting to do the same thing that Robin Williams did. I don't know what causes people to become so low and so depressed, uh, but then again I do. Because it is tough times. It might not be finances, but it could be your love life. It could be your family life. It could just be the way you feel. It could be the wrong medication. It could be just anything unexplainable. So depression is a real disease, and I hope there are more developments of how to treat it. Because still, medication doesn't work for everybody. So there's different types of depression, different forms. Everybody's brain is different. So there is no reason why there's not different types of depression entering into these different brains. Um, there's millions of brains. What's there to say there's not millions types, millions and millions 
of different types of depression that not one person you know feels the same what if everybody's depression is a little bit different so if that's the case it's nearly impossible to treat so i hope we can come up with more universal ways to treat depression uh, kate spade someone you think has it all kills herself and the way she did it hanging herself hanging yourself Putting a knife around your throat and suffering the last minutes of your life, or you know, putting a rope on your throat, hanging there, and, and suffering pain the last days of your life, or minutes of your life. It's, it's very sad. Okay, in other news, I was uh, looking through what was trending, and I came across this clip. Take a listen. I'm going to say one thing. F*** Trump. That was Robert De Niro. Um, he said F Trump during an award show. And the crowd went crazy. It was during the Tony Awards. I can't believe how much disrespect people have in this country for the president. I mean, it really is just, just so tacky and distasteful. It's the president. If Hillary would have won, I would have never got up and said F Clinton. I would have never said that. And... It's it's amazing that people, I think that the people that boo are just ignorant. They really don't know why they hate Trump. They hate Trump, but they really couldn't give you a good reason why. A lot of people are upset. A people think that Trump is very hated, but I'm telling you, he's got more fans than he does haters. Just watch. He'll get reelected in 2020, no doubt about it. So that right there should tell you more people like Trump than hate him. And... Yeah, he might not win the popular vote, but he's got a way of getting enough votes to win. And it'll be by millions of people. There's still a lot of people out there that like Trump. And the fans that like Trump really go hard for him. Uh, Robert De Niro is now a lightning rod for all these Trump supporters. And he's lost a lot of fans by saying that. But regardless of losing fans or not, what he said was distasteful. It's tacky. And... I just have no respect for that. He's crazy. So, summer is continuing. It's already June. Uh, A lot of things coming up. My show, Better Call Saul, can't wait for that. Season 4 starts August the 6th. Fans of Better Call Saul, get ready. I think Season 4 is going to answer a lot of questions. I think Season 4 of Better Call Saul quite possibly could be the last they could wrap things up after 10 seasons. I hate it, but I just – I don't know if they ha- are going to have a lot more stories to tell. In 10 episodes, I could see a lot of things getting closed out, talking, you know, Jimmy and Kim's relationship um, or, you know, Chuck's already dead, maybe the close of HHM. But I've had Brandon K. Hampton on the show. He played Ernesto on Better Call Saul. You can check out that interview on Off the Cuffs Archives. Uh iTunes is currently down, so if you're trying to get on iTunes, it's not going to work. You need to get on the YouTube channel because we have all of our episodes on there. But you can listen to the Ernesto interview from Better Call Saul, Brandon K. Hampton. I'd like to get some more characters from Better Call Saul to come on. And I might need to get them now because they're starting to do media tours. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, this is going to be a short podcast. It's only going to run about 16 minutes today. But I want to thank you for listening to the show. It's been awesome. I'm Adam Banks coming at you live from Lexington, Kentucky. We will see you in the next episode.
Ramsey. Making out they can't stand me. They gon' think I'm on the Grammy. 